Hello and welcome to season two, episode 13 of Alice in Wonderland. I'm Vic Philipson in a clear and cold Christiansand, Norway. And I'm Alice in a tent in Jordan. <laughs> Back on the trail again. Good for you. Oh, I know. I feel great because at last I can actually talk to you about the trail properly instead of, you know, massacres of flesh and bits of <laughs> bits meat of, dropping out my leg. Yeah, gobbets of you. <laughs> yes. it's a relief Vic it's a relief honestly how's it going how is how is Um, how is your leg so yeah quick leg update the leg healed up before we left and I've been dressing it with iodine and cleaning it with saline every night and strapping up during the day and then letting it breathe and we changed our we're still doing the Jordan Trail but we um did it so that we had homestays the first four nights. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I could have access to clean water. Ah. So today is actually my first night in a tent, and I've literally just arrived, and the moon has risen because it, it gets dark so early here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're looking over this beautiful dam called the King Talal Dam. So, yeah, quite exciting. And today was my first day with my full backpack as well. Oh. <laughs> and how, how many kilometers did you do today? Today, I think, was 14. So it was a nice short day. Thank goodness, honestly, because guess what I found out about Jordan Vic? It's hilly. Oh, my goodness. It's (laughs) so hilly. It's unbelievably hilly. And it's the hills, like, I don't know the equivalent in America, but in the UK, it's the same as, like, Cornwall or Lancashire. Uh They go straight down and then they go straight up. There is literally nobody knows what a zigzag is. Oh, so I there's mean, no... I feel I ought to introduce them to Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> there's no uh, cutbacks where you go back and forth? No. Oh, oh my. No. It goes straight they up. They literally huh? go straight up or straight down. So your thighs are... So either your calves are screaming or your thighs are screaming or everything's screaming at the same time. Oh, I mean... Boy. Honestly, I came here with quite a lot of misconceptions and <laughs> some of my... <laughs> some of the ones that are making me cry <laughs> number one i thought i live in the atlas mountains at least i'll i'll know difficult terrain that won't be a problem for me surprise uh, totally wrong <laughs> secondly oh carry a backpack won't be that difficult i mean what's an extra 15 kilos after all uh, well so wrong <laughs> god. oh my god so everything's coming as a bit of a shock but i'm i'm coping <laughs> When, when you said you'd changed your itinerary, I thought, yeah, to include dog-free areas. Oh, no. Well, on the first day, I wish we could because, honestly, there are so many dogs here. And I, I had to go for another rabies injection this morning before we set off. Mm-hmm. And the woman at the clinic was telling me, she said, no, she said it's normal. The most things we get here are dog bites. Oh, it's one of the my. biggest things we treat. Oh, um, because most small holdings have, a, have several dogs either tied up or roaming free. And they're guard dogs. So... They're guarding. Anyway, let's not talk enough about, about dogs. dogs. Actually, ha- yes, is this, about dogs. Is this rocky, stony, uh, loose underfoot uh, terrain it's, or is it uh, solid footing? 
It's, no, it's quite treacherous. I mean, it's very Mediterranean looking. I mean, for me, it looks a bit like kind of Tuscany or Mm -hmm. Provence or somewhere like that. Very hill, but but kind of steeper hillier. Lots and lots of olive groves, this beautiful, dark, rich brown earth. Ah. Um, Very, very fertile. I mean, there is a reason why it's called the Fertile Crescent. Mm -hmm. Lots of, of trees, which I can come to, but the terrain underfoot, I mean... It's soft and crumbly with lots of rocks and stones. Mm. And you know that biblical parable about sowing your seed on the stony field? Yes. At last I understand what they mean because <laughs> the fields are just full of stones. <laughs> are the hills, let's see, it's not, isn't, this is not the rainy season, right, at all? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, it, is. it is rainy season. But, and it's going to rain tonight, apparently. But we were, we've been really lucky so far. I haven't been rained on yet, but I will be. And I've got the equipment. Thing, so I'm not looking forward to that. But, you know, we all need rain in the world. So yeah, well, here in this area. So I shall suck that up. Then um, so are things green and leafy or? Yes. Really? I mean, it's autumn. It's autumn. So uh, and there's a lot of oak trees here. So a lot of the trees are turning. So you get these, you know, we've also been walking through some beautiful Zenobia, Zenobia pine forests. Um, and with that lovely crunchy pine underneath. So we've had carpets of leaves and those kind of golden colours. But yes, a lot of it is still very, very green. But kind of a not bright emeraldy type green like you get, I guess, in the UK and Ireland and Scotland. It's more of a soft, mm-hmm. soft kind of mossy green and lots of browns and golds. It's a very soft landscape. It's not harsh looking, but it's quite harsh hiking. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, so it's um, and interesting. You're getting a, a little travelogue as you go along from Munter. Oh yeah, Munter is absolutely brilliant. He's given me so much information. And um, I mean, this country is just stuffed with history. It must be stuffed. It must be. It's it's really fantastic. I mean, honestly, for me, it's quite a thrill. So the other day, we we went to Jesus's cave, in which. Allegedly, and archaeologists really do think it is the place where he spent his 40 nights in the wilderness. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and it, it was quite an extraordinary experience because, you know, we trot up. There's a, a church nearby to commemorate it. Mm-hmm. But we trot up to the cave and it's all locked up. But of course, you know, people arrive and then Munder works his magic and I say salam alaikum and they open it up for us. And inside there was a huge <laughs> old-fashioned wine press and they'd actually used it for centuries to <laughs> make and store grape juice and wine mm-hmm. um and the cave, the cave itself i went in and i was like well i mean it's not very wildernessy because now it's jordan is so built up in this area mm. that the you know it was right next to a mini market <laughs> which felt <laughs> i felt cheated but then then one of the chaps inside he said oh no he said don't worry come in here and he led me through this tiny hole we had to crawl on our bellies through this little t- tunnel uh-huh. and a hole into a huge cavernous space so i like to think that that is where Jesus spent his time. <laughs> and of course, when he was alive, there would have been no mini market and it would have no tarmac. It would all have been just wilderness, yeah, would, you know, olive trees and oak trees. Would not have been retail wilderness. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but I mean, that, you know, that's the kind of thing. And then earlier on, we were at the church where commemorating um, this place where Jesus spent his 40 days and nights in the wilderness and was tempted by Satan, Mm. but fortunately said no, fortunately for the fate of the world. Um, And 
I mean, that was so thrilling for me because we turn up at this church with the only people there and the ruins are there. They're still they're still excavating and still excavating to the point that, you know, we're wandering around. We find tiny bits of mosaic and Munza's got a really good eye. So he says, oh, look, here's a little bit of mosaic here. And we're standing there peering at it when somebody arrives over the hill and he says, look under the sand. Mm-hmm. So we start scraping away the sand, and there's a whole ostrich under there. Oh, it's a mosaic floor. Yeah, <laughs> and how cool is that? That you, you, you know, it's. I mean, of course, other people have seen it before, but yeah, of course. it's literally covered in sand. And you arrive, and you uncover. You can discover things literally for yourself, which for me is a massive thrill. Oh, so yeah. this was an ostrich with blue and red legs, and unfortunately, no head. Oh no. Oh well. Yes, he was decapitated, but what, it, that was a Byzantine church. There's oh, a lot it's of a Byzantine Byz- oh, okay. ruins here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. lots and lots and lots in this area, and just, in fact, interestingly, like 500 meters away from that, you know, from the church is an Umayyad mosque, which dates back to the 600s, mm-hmm. um, and which has been made out of a shrine to the prophet Elias, who we both Islam and yeah. mm-hmm. Christianity, and I'm sure Judaism share. So everywhere. I mean, it is a Bible story everywhere you go, and and a Quranic story everywhere you go. Oh, and it's everybody exciting. went up and down that valley. Everybody, Parthians, oh. uh, Romans, everybody was there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, sometimes I, I mean, there's quite a lot of those um, beautiful stone walls, you know, with with, with stones piled up mm-hmm. for the orchards. A lot, of, a lot of olive trees, vine, vines, um, fruit trees. And I've been looking at some of those stones, and I am absolutely sure that some of those come from ancient ruins. You know, you'll see sure. a very nice kind of pattern going up one side, and you think that isn't just an ordinary stone, or they're too big. Yeah. You know, they're too big to be natural yeah. and too square. Yeah. Um, I, I think you could discover a lot actually here. That's what happened to all those ancient buildings as they got turned into quarries. Yeah. Well, after you can see why after the <laughs> yeah. after they've all crumbled down. Yeah. And actually, they do have a problem here with treasure hunters, and we saw some. So on the first day, um, Mundra had pointed out all those holes to me and said, you know, people treasure hunt here. So they literally come with their machines and they look for oh, old artifacts. Like metal detector things or? Yes, oh. exactly. But it's not, whereas, you know, we think of that certainly in the UK as, as rather a benign hobby and it's, you know, legal and you share your fines with the government mm-hmm. and there's, there's all sorts of, of rules and regulations. Here it's completely illegal and actually they're leaving great big holes and and stealing whatever they can from the nation. Um, so they Wunder <laughs> told me that instead of you know Daesh, which is the word for ISIS here, instead of calling them Daesh, they call them Baesh, <laughs> as in the people who look for things and steal them. <laughs> so, and we saw a group of them on the hill opposite us. We were passing by an old Roman ruin that was completely unexcavated. You could just see the crumbling walls. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were on the other side of a, a kind of a, you know valley. And we could see them quite clearly. There were about four of them with their machine, and they, it was clear what they were doing. And I was like, oh, I must take a video. And was one that was like, no, you really must not take a video, and let's quickly go the other way because, you know, this is not a safe Oh, a yeah, safe they're probably a little – yeah, they probably would take it uh, a great offense yeah. at having their photo taken. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because they're they're making a crime at that mm. moment. So. When you say with machine, you mean a digging machine or No, they uh, had um they had uh metal detectors. Uh, um but they had tools with them. I couldn't see. They were on the other side of the valley, but you know, there was a group of them and they they weren't there just having a jolly day out, let's put it that way. 
When you're walking, um, how often do you encounter other walkers or tour goers, or are you on your have them all to yourself? None, all to ourselves at the moment. Is that because of the COVID situation, or because it's a new thing to do, or? Um, I, I, well, I think COVID has an effect. Um, I do think the Jordan Trail is relatively new, so relatively few people have done it, but it is popular, and I can totally see why. I mean, it's, it's really fabulous. Um, and, you know, it's probably the wrong season as well because it is cold mm. and we are going to get rain. So ideally, you'd want to probably do it in spring. So how are you all set up for rain? Do you have a, a, a tarp that you spread over the top of your tent or is your tent has a little outrigger thing that goes over the top or how does it work yeah we've got a rain cover so i'm going to find out tonight if it works um (laughs) and we've got you know basically i've got a ground sheet underneath me but i have complete confidence in trex jordan and their equipment oh yeah (laughs) she says hopefully (laughs) (laughs) just just make sure you're higher than the surrounding area that's all well, we're, we're, I'm literally overlooking the dam. It's really beautiful. I have this incredible view and the moon's rising. Um, but, you know, there, there's still more hill on the other side. So, And the ground underneath is very damp. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, my first day. So I'm just going to just try and start going with the flow and work it out, keep my leg clean. You know, mm. I've, got quite, I've got quite a lot to not worry about exactly, but, but take into consideration. Mm. So I'm just... I'm just trying to manage myself, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense to you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. What about uh, creepy crawlies and uh, creatures and uh, animals that you see running around? Are there wild animals? Well, are there, do you have to worry about snakes? Um, there are snakes and there are creepy crawlies, but I've had rather an exciting encounter. Okay. Which <laughs> I think I saw a jackal. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Very exciting. So there are jackals in Jordan. There's quite a lot of them, wild jackals, and they're here. They're like a they're like a slightly smaller dog, and kind of colours of of light brown and fawn and grey. Mm-hmm. Those kind of soft colours mm-hmm. with pointed ears. And we were down in in a in an agricultural valley with a lot of woodland around it. And I saw um, what I thought was a dog ahead going behind a bush. And my guide, Mundar had to go away for two days, so I had a, a, a different guide called um, Abu Mahmoud. And Abu Mahmoud was actually on his phone in front of me, so he didn't see it. And I just said, look out for the dog. And then I was watching, because obviously I'm a bit nervous of dogs. Um, and it ran into the other side of the valley. And the, the thing that was weird was it didn't make any noise at all. There was no barking. Mm-hmm. And, and it ran. And I thought, is that... Is, is that maybe not a dog? Is that maybe a jackal? <laughs> so, of course, the minute I could get Google images up, I, <laughs> I had a look. And I think it was, and I talked to Munder, and we'd heard them the night before from where we were staying. So there is a strong chance that it was. And, and the main way you can tell is that their ears are very pointed and the colouring. I see. And what did jackals sound like? Like, yip, 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 coyotes? Wow, like coyotes? Like we have coyotes? Yeah. Oh. There you go. That's Munter doing. Munter doing it. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing his impression. Yeah, that's his, his impression of a of a jackal. So that was a nightly serenade where I grew up. Yeah, well, I can imagine. Well, you would have known for sure if it was one. Oh, um, not, I wasn't quick enough to get a photo. No, not unless they looked a lot like a coyote. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, 
they kind of do. I mean, they, they're all similar. You know, they're yeah. all mm-hmm. of, a, of a family, canine, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, do you see... I mean, obviously, the people have... Um, do they have donkeys? Do, are there cows? Are there? Yeah, yeah. There's all the domestic animals you would imagine. Very few goats. I haven't seen any goats actually. It's all been sheep, um, and quite nice fat sheep as well. It's got you know lots of rich grass here. Oh. Lots of cows. Um, lots of donkeys. I haven't seen any mules. They use horses to plow the fields. Oh, isn't that funny? So- I mean, in in our mind's eye, in my mind's eye, when you say Jordan, of course. <clears throat> probably outside of the cities and everything, everyone thinks of Petra, which obviously is not a yeah. green verdant wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds really interesting. I mean, yeah, much more varied than I would have imagined. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, as I say, it's not really what I expected, and it's much more populated, much more densely populated in the north than I thought, although we're starting to cross into less populated areas. But it, it is very interesting and and very green and, and very rich agriculturally. And, oh, my goodness, because we've been in homestays, I've been having the most delicious food. Oh. The most oh, delicious food. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all cooked by Um, Mas- um Mahmoud, as in... Mahmoud's mother and Mahmoud's father was my guide for two days um and she is just we saw this leaf in the in the forest mm-hmm. called a loof the leaf is called loof, leaf loof. Mm-hmm. which is loof which looks like a bit like spinach but it, not completely but a little bit like spinach picked it picked a whole group of them and that night we had it made into this delicious concoction <laughs> with you know, with a slightly creamy sauce and garlic, and it was it was it was kind of mixed into with meat and a little bit of flour made into little balls. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! So that was very delicious, and lots of chicken dishes with cardamom and saffron and rice and onions and little chicken parcels. Oh, and baba ganoush and salad, oh. and of course everything is from the area, yeah. mm-hmm. so it tastes so good. You know, it's just been picked within within five miles or three miles or even right next to the house because where we were staying, they had a little farm. So really the produce, has, the food has been fantastic. Although, of course, I'm looking forward to Munder's pasta, which he keeps promising. <laughs> now, is because th- this was a special circumstance because you got bit or is this also something you could arrange as part of the tour where you would do some overnights? In, yes, in private you houses, can arrange you, you can arrange yeah, it. Yeah, you can. You can arrange that completely. And actually, I mean, I'll wait till I finish at the end. But, you know, I think there are lots of different ways to do this trail. And I'll certainly, once I've done it all, I'll write up about the different options. Because yeah, sounds... I think for, for, that would be a very, very nice option. Not least because you get to meet people. Right. You know, you know. But, of course, I'm loving my tent and wouldn't be outside of it. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a blow up, uh, mattress or just one that you got, roll out that has a little valve on it that you loosen and it it, it springs up about oh an inch <laughs> i've no i've got i've got one of those like bubbly ones that looks a bit like bubble wrap oh, okay. that kind of yellow and gray one so i've got one of those it's only a half so we'll see how i get well, on you're pretty, i'm hoping you're, you're pretty used to sleeping on the ground though i mean <clears throat> you're certainly I no am. stranger to it so i am i am and i'm tired you know i'm i am tired really so i'm hoping i'm hoping to sleep early and long so what's on the menu tonight obviously not pasta well it might be i don't know the boys are out there making a fire which looks very hopeful i feel i ought to go and try and help but instead i'm talking to you (laughs) 
It's a very good excuse to not have to do any more work. Because you're working, you're working, you're working. You're a best-selling author who's oh, working. Oh my goodness! I'm glad you reminded me. <laughs> working on her next book. This is all work. It is. Well, no, it, it, it is, and it's. I mean, I'm joke, but it, but it is very. I have seen lots of things that I think people would like to hear about, and yeah. I certainly think this is an interesting trail. It's very, very different to where anywhere I've ever been before, um, and the people are very different. The whole. You know, the environment's different. Being in the middle. I mean, Munda has just left me for two days to go and work in refugee camps, oh. teaching children how to juggle um, and come back. So, you know, we're in a whole different world here. This is a man of many had, talents, not just having oh, great hair. No, Munda is a man of many talents. I'm trying to see <laughs> if I can see him and get him to come over. We might have to get him for the next podcast. Okay. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Munda, yes. do you want to come and speak on the podcast? Hi, Rick. Uh, hi, Munter. Hi, you, <laughs> you're again. a man of many talents. You're teaching. What? You're teaching juggling. <laughs> I was to, to refugee children. Oh my! It's true, it's true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how's yeah, I mean, how's it uh, going out there? I mean, the, the night's really lovely. Uh, we have this amazing view. We're camping uh, near King Talal Dam, right. the biggest dam in Jordan, and it's really beautiful. It's not very cold. Yeah, it will get cold. How? But it will tonight. It's going to get cold and wet. I hear. Yeah, this is what the forecast says or predicts that we'll have some few rain showers later on tonight uh-huh. and tomorrow as well. Oh, during but the day we're prepared. tomorrow. I see. And during the day. Yes. Oh. We hope you have your it is, uh, Gore-Tex shoe. Huh? We hope you have your Gore-Tex boots on. <laughs> yeah, you know this uh, Swedish proverb: "There's no such thing as bad weather or only inappropriate clothing." They, the Norwegians say exactly the same thing. <laughs> or no such, no, I think it's a Scandinavian. No, no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing. That's right. Bad clothing, exactly. <laughs> that we're well prepared. <laughs> so, well, I'm glad you're getting along good. I'm glad that uh, Alice is uh, doing well and back on the track again. Yeah, she's really strong. Yeah, good for her. Really, yeah, she's really strong. I mean, that's admirable. How far? How, and how far? Determined. How far do you go tomorrow? <laughs> do you know? Tomorrow we're hiking about sixteen kilometers. Oh. We're sleeping in a church. Uh, oh, really? Yes, in a church yard. I mean, we're allowed to set up camps. Yeah, yeah. It's because it's on the Jordan Trail, right? So we can pitch our tents in the garden and sleep over. Oh. Because tomorrow, the end of the destination, I mean, the hike will end up in a village. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that'll be fun. Well, you better yeah. you better go make supper. I think Alice is is pretty hungry. But, I mean, we already we already let the fire. What are you making? What's what's what are you making for dinner? Pasta? For now, tea. Tea. <laughs> After the tea, we'll have uh, vegetables and chicken. Oh, uh, that sounds pretty good. She says you have, you make a really good pasta too. Ah, uh, that's pasta. It's gonna be tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I've been cutting it. I've been carrying it since six days. Okay, I mean, so it's and, and it weighs like half kilos. You know, I can feel it. Time, time to get rid of the time to get rid of the pasta. Okay, Mutter, it's uh, very nice to talk oh to you. Dear. 
And uh, very nice talking to you, Vic. We'll talk to you later then. Okay. Uh, we want to turn right. back to Here's Alice. Alice. Yeah. All right. So there you have it. All We're right. just about to have that tea. All right. It sounds fantastic. As the sun goes down high in the mountains, sounds like it couldn't get any better. It has, but you know, it's already dark here and the moon's risen. It gets dark about four o'clock. It's really a short day. And that's another thing I didn't expect. <laughs> Some might say that I could be doing a bit more research before I embark on these it, huge adventures. Yes. And in my experience of that part of the world, when the sun goes down, it gets dark. I mean, there's no, yeah. there's no lingering twilight no. Uh, golden hour. As there no. as there is here in Norway, no, there's a golden minute. There's a golden minute, and, you know. and then it's dark. That's it. Yeah, there's nothing yeah, in but between. It's great. Well, Alice, we are at our magic time here, and it <gasps> sounds like you're having it. I'm really glad that you're back on the road and feeling. Yeah, me too. Better and Thank getting you. close to 100. See, um, sounds like Munter is going to to uh, to chop oh, up. We didn't say that. Step up the. Uh, the the kilometers per day 14 today 16 tomorrow i know we did 20 yesterday oh, you did. so okay. it's kind of yeah it, it it kind of depends but you know i'm very grateful for the for the 14s and the 16s because it's a challenge there's no mm. there's absolutely no doubt about mm. it um but it is fantastic to be out all the time and i think <laughs> without sounding too dramatic it's been it was quite a shocking thing that happened mm. and I'm quite glad to be getting just, you know, getting it out of my system kind of mentally as well as physically. Yeah. So very much looking forward to, yeah. um, That's a, to that. It is a, that is a shock to the system. Yeah. 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 So. All right. So that's it. Well, we can I will, I really want to hear about camping in the church, okay, which is cool. coming up tomorrow. And I want to hear about this pasta. Yes, well, I'm sure it's going to be delicious. <laughs> Although he's he's got, I mean, to be honest with you, Um Mahmoud set the bar pretty blooming okay. high. I'm not, I'm not sure if we're going to reach right. it. All right, Alice, we'll be waiting for the Take report care. next Thursday. Okay. All right, Vic. Okay, Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.